welcome to the ghost gig. Are you sitting comfortably? Then let's begin. Hello. Hi everyone. We're back. We are. Um, hope everyone's well and everyone is getting through January, which feels like it's about 17 weeks long, doesn't it? It's, yeah, we're almost at the end though. But it's we're, we're there. nearly there. We're nearly in February. We're nearly through the draggiest month of the year. So It'll start getting warmer and lighter soon. Uh, soon. Very soon. We're just in a cocoon of doom and gloom at the moment. I'd Ooh. say that. Like it's been, we've, had, we've got a lot of birthdays in January, so yep. uh, including you, I suppose. Yes. Um, so yeah, it's, it's been quite a fun month. But um, still, it would be nice for it not to be so cold and wet and gloomy as it is in the UK. Um, we have people listening from all over the world. So if you're in a nice warm climate, um, then lucky you. <laughs> Absolutely. Or listening at any other time of year. Yeah, exactly. Um, but hey. Cool. So we're back. We're back to our normal um, yes. structure today. And I would say it's, it's been nice um, having the time to work on the songs. But I also really enjoyed coming back and um, writing and recording a song again. It was really good fun. It yeah. is fun, isn't it? I, I do enjoy doing these. And um, so the film we're going to look at today is a listener's um, suggestion. Yeah. Um, this was suggested, and I'm really sorry if I say your name wrong. Uh, this was suggested by Richard Inrigus 4 on Instagram. Really apologise if I've uh, said that incorrectly. I'm really terrible with reading um, any kind of language that's not English. I'm, I'm terrible at reading English, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, let's not narrow it down, yeah. but that's okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, so but pretty... Um, Richard, Richard. Yeah. We can get that bit. And you um, you asked for this ages ago, so I'm really sorry that we're only coming around to it now. But the film we're going to look at today is Veronica. Yeah. And Veronica is uh, from 2017. And a little bio... Uh, during the solar eclipse, a teenage girl and her friends want to summon the spirit of the girl's father using a Ouija board. However, during the session, she loses consciousness and it seems become clear that the demon, the demons have arrived. The yeah. ev- evil demons have arrived. Well, yeah. I mean, all yeah. demons are evil, that's, that's, aren't they? That's basically the plot, isn't it? Yeah, I would basically. say it was a good shout on Richard's part. Yes. I, I really did enjoy it. This was such I'll a good film. Yeah, yeah, obviously. It was, it was really, really engaging. And the thing that struck me was... They didn't, there was no like really fancy CGI or any kind of like. No, no, there wasn't. It was, it was quite just blunt and to the point. I mean, it was, it wasn't reinventing the wheel, but it was really well executed, I think. Yeah. No, I'm saying it, it um, was, it was simple. Yeah. But effective. It was effective. And I liked the sort of extra spins they put on it, like the, the moments when things start to break down, like she walks past herself, she walked, everyone's walking backwards behind her and. Yeah across pages of book it, it just the way they present it is really fun yeah so as you can imagine they they use the ouija board and um something attaches itself to her yeah. and, she, and, and then it torments them yeah. and hilarity does not ensue and this of course we should say is based on a true story which we'll look into a bit later um so this apparently was a real life case that actually happened and it was well, i mean in... they do that in a lot of films but they actually bookend this by playing the emergency services call at the beginning and yeah. at the end of it you actually see the photos of the police report yeah and exactly. this is one of the few occasions yeah. there's a police report on and file there's another there's this, yeah a couple of other things that are unusual it, it, it's um set in just like a a sort of tower block flat yeah you know and it's in the 1990s you've actually got something that's reasonably recent yeah compared to a lot of the cases which are back in the 60s 60s 50s and 70s you know a lot of the real that's really true. really that's famous true. ones are all back way back when i, I think elsewhere this is as, as famous as say yeah. the infield yeah. well i think it absolutely UK. should be everywhere yeah. this is such an interesting case um yeah, pr- prime prime kind of story for a yeah. film actually. It was one of the few films I watched also with subtitles where I I wasn't kind of 
really aware of the subtitles. Do you oh, know really? what I mean? When we watched The Law, mm. <laughs> as much as I enjoyed it, the subtitles were pretty distracting because, um, well, the <laughs> translations were a bit weird. Sometimes they're a bit weird, but also, I mean, they translate the songs. Yeah. And honestly, most of the time, the song's lyrics don't no. necessarily and because that was, much. Because that was such a random film. It, it is was a just a bit film. like, huh? Th- this, this was more was, straight ahead, isn't it? It was it? straight it's... ahead. It was really well executed. Yeah. Um, the script was great. I, I'm assuming it was pretty, you know, translated pretty much same as or whatever i'm pretty sure it was a yeah, yeah. it wasn't um, just a quick netflix jobby yeah the kids that. in it were amazing the, yes the cast are all really excellent so, actually and their, their natural interplay yeah. the dynamics is excellent so veronica's got several siblings that she's basically responsible for because yeah. their mum's out working all hours so she's looking after her little brothers and sisters all the time basically yes um and these little kids i mean she was great as well but yes these, she does really these well these children it was almost like they were just kind of left to just kind of play and talk naturally, you know. Do I? Yeah. You know. You remember the very, very early um, outnumbered? Do you ever see those? Oh yeah, where They yeah. literally just let the children ad libbing stuff, like yeah. chat and and play. I it it reminded me a bit that I just wondered whether sometimes the kids were just allowed to kind of just say, just go and play with that or talk about this, and you know, yeah, it was perhaps. very natural. It was very, very natural. But they it, were. Yes. The, when when the acting, chemistry is excellent, yeah, mm. and the acting was was really good, yeah. really really good. Yeah, it, it really is good, yeah. Mm. And they they respond. Uh, there's lots of cliches in it, I would say. Yeah. But the kids are acting. They're what sell it because they're acting as if they're inventing the cliche themselves yeah. right there. Yeah. Essentially, <laughs> like they really do sell it. And there were some really funny bits as well. The kids were really cheeky and funny as well. Yeah. Really, yeah. really. Yeah, it just it was really entertaining as well as you know it was a good scary film as well. Yeah, it was. Um. Not so much, not so much relying on jump scares, which I feel like so many films do these days. Yeah, you know what I, mean? I mean, I think like, hopefully we've moved, mostly moved past that sort of cattle prod mm. um, thing. Well, even but when it still we see Smile, Smile was all you mm. know. I quite liked Smile, but there was yeah. a lot of jump scares in there, kind of. Yes. You know, this was much more atmospheres, and yeah. you know it was. It's nighttime; she's going to go to sleep. It's going to go horrible, and yeah, yeah. And it, it builds like the the pacing of it is. Yeah. It was really good, like. And you kind of got Carrie vibes going on there because you've yeah. got like a teenage girl who has a difficult home life and yeah. is really struggling. Well, she's got friends, but, you know, she's kind of struggling to keep her social life going because she's got to look up, you know, that kind of lonely teenage girl thing. It actually Carrie's does a really good got. job of the teenage story, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah. Um, Not talking down or anything. Exactly, yeah. And um, as I said, the actress who plays Veronica is is really really good yeah um and of course you've got the um I, i'm not quite sure where they bought in the solar eclipsing so this all happens during a solar eclipse i'm not quite sure because that's not in the original story no i'm guessing that was some creative license i'd never heard of a possession story that coincides with an eclipse like no. bringing that into it is a really interesting nice, idea yeah I, I liked that is it magnifies the power of a seance or things like that okay yeah fine. yeah maybe yeah cool i'll buy into that that probably is based on a kind of thinking elsewhere in the world mm. or in history so yeah the, I liked that aspect of it. The only thing I think was for me was thrown in a bit as an extra bit of creep was um, the blind nun. Uh, I don't really <laughs> think she had much to do with anything. So when they're doing the seance, um, it's not much of a spoiler, is it? But the se- the seance is kind of interrupted by one of the nuns who they're in school and it's a school run by nuns and they're interrupted by this nun and she's like she's blind so she's got creepy kind of you know white eyes. And I do feel like that was a bit just like to add a bit of extra spook. It definitely the, is there for the trailers. Yeah. Because um, you have to have something else to put in posters, mm. I suppose. Because she didn't really have much to do with the actual storyline, did she? Not really. It's like she seemed, they seemed like there was supposed to be something she was supposed to be doing, but she didn't really do it. Because all the advice she really could do is, oh, just just, just run away. You've yeah. got nothing else. Just keep running. Yeah. It's not the best advice. My song goes a bit in that direction a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I 
you know, it, it's it's it was a bit of a stranger. I didn't yeah. mind her being there, to be honest. She's not in it too much. No. And you do have to have some kind of character to sort of inform the protagonist what's actually happening. And yeah, I suppose. Give some clues because uh, it wasn't going to be a mum. I it? didn't. I didn't think they needed her. I thought it was. It, it could have stood up without that character. I think. As I said, I, for me, it was just like, oh, that's creepy. Let's stick. So I think I think um, we'll go to the story in a bit, obviously. I can't quite remember now if the school was run, because they did indeed do the seance in the school. They did, yes. Um, and I don't know if that was run by nuns. I think it might I have think been. it was. It was an inner city yeah, school. Yeah, but I but don't was... think it was. I don't think they were discovered by a creepy blind nun. Or they might have been. I can't remember. But No, yeah. she works at the school. She's like, you know, she's not the mother superior, but she's, yeah. you know. No, I'm aware of that, but I don't and... think that's in the original story that. They no, are, probably isn't. You know, with probably a isn't. with kind of white, milky white eyes and all that. <laughs> um, but you know, it 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 was a it's a really good film. I definitely recommend it. Yeah, I definitely recommend but it. There's lots of stuff in it that you have seen before. As, as we said, it's it's done in a different in a new way. I've not actually seen a Simon Says toy being used for a for a scare in a film for quite some time. That was quite nice yeah. to see. They did just you know it lights up the room red and things. Yeah, shadows move across them. It was just really cool done. Mm-hmm. And even things like stained mattresses when it starts to escalate. Yeah. Um, one thing I think that did bug me was that a lot of it happens as there's a lot of flashbacks and dreamscapes in it. Uh, sometimes they're really entertaining. Yeah. Um, but they rely on them quite heavily. Mm-hmm. Um, which yeah. got a bit, and that's it wasn't be... grating, but it, you feel like that's kind of their one card to play sometimes. Yeah. And it be- didn't have to be. Because it's a true story. We know, unfortunately, um, sorry, there's spoilers. So if you don't want to just turn off now, skip forward slightly. Um, uh, unfortunately, she dies at the end. Yes, and we wouldn't really know, you know, if she had all those dreams and. You yeah, know, I, know, we, I guess it probably does give them. It means they can sit in the creative license yeah, kind of area. Exactly. Um, I, I understand that. Yeah, this but. episode will be a little bit of a spoiler for this film, so I think most you know, of the times we review yeah. things. The um the story is is not exactly the same as the film, so it's still worth seeing the film if you listen to this episode. But we'd uh, we'd highly highly recommend. It's just it's great. It's very atmospheric. Um, yes. It's very enjoyable. There's some great comedy moments in there as well. There are, and I always like when a, I always like a horror film to have a bit of comedy in it. You know, just to yeah, exactly for some relief. Otherwise, you're just kind of there in the tension all the time. You end up with a sore neck. So you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, that is true. Just so tense all the time. Um, what was it when we watched Suspiria? Mm. Oh my god! Like my shoulders and neck off. So I was just sort of sitting <laughs> hunched, like <laughs> all the way through. It was physically demanding. Yeah, that film, wasn't yeah. it? Um, cool. I don't think um, I've got anything else to say. Um, I I liked the um. That there's a recurring thing in it. They, they had, there's a TV advert that's on a fair few times. Oh yeah, forgotten about that. When she has to sort of try and fight off the the, the uh, demons, yeah, um, she has she enlists the help of her siblings, and they all have to try and hum a gentle song together. And they can't think of a song. That's so, it. so they so the, the youngest brother says, "How about the Centrella advert?" So yeah, they just, yeah. They all start meekly quite, singing. But singing along in yeah. unison. This, Advert jingle. It'd be a bit like singing. <laughs> it's, really, um, it's really daft. It'd be a bit like singing. Oh, I'm loving it. You know, wouldn't yeah, it? Yeah, <laughs> it was. <laughs> I thought that was a nice touch. Yeah, that was nice. That, that was pretty cool. Um, there, there are some definitely some bits in it which are just plain ridiculous. Yeah. Um, but in a, in a mostly positive way. Yeah. I, I did enjoy it. There's a beats where you just think, well, that didn't really need to be like the house party she goes to try and get to, and you didn't need to be there. No, no. But. I suppose you did have to keep. That's how you keep the pacing up, yeah. isn't it? Well, I suppose it that was right. You know, focusing on the lonely teenage girl yeah. style thing. Yeah. Uh, but there were, I said, I think there were echoes of Carrie in there. There absolutely are. Um, There's echoes of a few other films in there. It's, it's yeah. nice. Yeah. Um, 
we should watch Wreck, is what it reminded me, because it's the same director. Oh, right, okay. And Wreck is the reason I always get anxious going to um, Loft Hatches. I didn't know you got anxious going to Loft Hatches. Not anxious, but like, it, it crosses my mind. If anyone's seen Wreck, like... I feel bad now. I make you, know, you go up there all the no, time. No, I, 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 don't, I, I go in the attic. It doesn't bin, bother me. Put it like, in, in the loft. I can't be asked. You do it. <laughs> when there's a Loft Hatch, and it's especially if it's an unknown building, you can just... You don't know what's going to be up there. It's just dark. I know what's And until you find that light switch... Yeah, well, luckily, you know what's up there. Just lots yeah. of broken wardrobes. Well, yeah, true. And lots of all my clothes that I don't wear. That's fine. Basically. That's fine. That's what the attic's for. Um, okay, should we... we should watch Wreck. That's why I was my, right. my meandering point. Okay. Um, you'd enjoy it. I need to rewatch it anyway. He, he tapped me with emphasis then on I the arm. I did, so I did. I it, was, be... it was a loving, tappy stroke. Was it? Mm, that sounds... Ugh. No, 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 it was fine. It's a loving, tappy board. stroke. Yeah. <laughs> well, now you made it weird. So, I think you owe it to us to play a song. Okay. Do you want to play mine first, then? I think we should hear your song. Cool. Go for it. If you're feeling kind of lonely, if you're feeling kind of sad, want to organise an afternoon to summon your dead dad. Okay. Get your mates involved. Join in the fun. You can even invite the creepy blind nun. It's pretty blunt, no fancy thrills This film is guaranteed to give you chills To play on your mind and disturb your sleep The quickest kick to make your flesh creep Some of the best child acting I've ever seen Don't those kids even know that they were on screen? You have there a bunch of talented writers Well, I think so We use subtitles Pretty blunt, no fancy thrills. This film is guaranteed to give you chills, to play on your mind and disturb your sleep. The quickest kick to make your flesh creep. Deeply religious, therefore deeply scary. Pretty intense when things get hairy. Was she possessed or was she insane? Who knows? We're just left with a burnt-out face in the photo frame. A 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 photo frame. It's pretty blunt. No fancy thrills. This film is guaranteed to give you chills. To play on your mind and disturb your sleep. The quickest kick to make your flesh creep It's pretty blunt No fancy thrills This film is guaranteed To give you chills To play on your mind And disturb your sleep The quickest kick to make your flesh creep Sound like a little puppy that oh, oh. I liked it. I really like you going like the sort of Euro dance kind of thing. Yeah. That's really cool. I just kind of had heard it in my head. Yeah, they um they the the song's called um Burnt Out Face in a Photo Frame because the very last shot of the film is the a picture of her being burnt, yeah. but only her face is burnt. The rest of the photo is untouched, and that's apparently what happened in, in mm-hmm. real life. And that's that made a real impression on me. It's it's quite an evocative yeah, image, isn't really it? Really kind of it, fucking I, creepy. Yeah. Um yeah, so oh, I enjoyed doing that. Um yeah. I would like to hear yours now. I enjoy listening to that. Um yeah, all right then. Go on then. Every haunted 
I leaned hard into the jingle thing yeah. initially. I, when that started out, I was basically just trying to write a jingle that uh-huh. was like two minutes long. Yeah. It ended up basically just becoming an 80s sounding song. Because it turns out when you, when you look at jingles, mostly they sound like, you know, they've made 90s adverts mm-hmm. and things that are harking back to it. And they also like naff 80s songs. So I just went with that. Fair enough. No, I enjoyed it. So, yeah. That was cool. I enjoyed it. No, 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 no guitars in this episode at all. It's, uh, sometimes it's easier just to sit down and like stick a, a low beat on and then... Just stick some weird sound. We both said just, it took just, us. Just vibe. We both said it took us a long time to find the right kind of noises for yeah, our tracks. Yeah. I spent. I think I spent more time searching for different, and I didn't even know what I was looking for. I just kind of played loads and loads of sounds until I was like, "That's the one." Yeah, but I didn't I, really know what I was to go for. Um, cool. Well, no, I'm really, yeah. I'm really pleased with that. Um, and yeah, I really be. enjoyed yours as well. And so, of course, this is a true story, so it would only make sense. I think to look into should, the story. Yeah, I, I think we'd be wasted if we didn't. Um, as I said, it is. There were lots of similarities to the film. It's not quite the same, but if um, you feel it might ruin the film for you, then feel free to turn off. It's a pretty well documented case elsewhere yeah, as well. So I don't think we're. It is, and I've heard it on I think two or three other podcasts as well. Okay, so. um, brilliant. And uh, this is the story um, of Estefania. That indeed was her name. And again, I think I'm saying that right, but... You probably are. Hopefully. Um, I don't know why they changed Let's her name. Let's just go with it anyway. Yeah. Probably because it sounded more snazzy on a poster. Yeah. That's fine. 
Okay, are you ready? I am ready. Let's begin. Begin. The year is 1990. Best year ever, by the way. Uh, I mean, it's quite good. Yeah. Yeah, I do remember that year. Yeah, definitely remember that year. (laughs) Ha! Old man. Well, I, I I was asking what the year was, and I, it was weird that it didn't have an eight in it all of a sudden. Mm. I had that's when I started realizing that years counted like numbers do. Anyway, yeah, way off track. Sorry. So yeah, he only realized that like last week. I was like three or four. Yeah. So, and I was not only just existing. Yeah. So the year is nineteen ninety, and the setting is Madrid. An old man lies dying in hospital, surrounded by his family. His daughter has gathered all her children to see their grandfather for one last time and to say goodbye. However, this act was out of duty and nothing more. The old man had been a cruel, hard man who had been incapable of giving love to his family. He had made it no secret that he had, in fact, loathed every single one of them. Wow. So already this is a bit different. There wasn't anything about this in the film. Not at all, no. Remember. As the family prepared to leave him, the old man weakly gestured to his teenage granddaughter, Estefania, and asked for her to come closer. He spoke some words, but she couldn't hear his feeble voice. She bent right down, putting her ear to his lips. His breath rattling, the old man whispered, If I cannot harm you in this life, I will do so in the next. Well, he was just a dick then. Yeah, nice. Again, I wonder how true that is, but, you know fine okay okay dick dick dickish old man yes so he passed away soon after eaten up with malice and hatred later the family would come to recognize this moment as a fundamental one in their own history a few months later 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 a few months later a few months later i'm suddenly a farmer (laughs) it's okay it's been a long day (laughs) A a few months later, Estefania arrived at school to find one of her friends sobbing uncontrollably. Between tears, the girl told Estefania the tragic news that her boyfriend had been killed in a motorcycle accident. The whole school grieved, especially Estefania and her small group of friends. Then one day, Estefania had the idea of trying to contact her friend's dead boyfriend using a Ouija board. Mm. Mm. Already got quite a substantial deviation there from the film, so that's good. I'm glad. Yeah. After all, the group had recently become interested in the occult and had began to dabble in such things, and the idea of speaking to the lost young man was very appealing. After talking through it, the girls decided they wanted to give it a try. Mm. On their chosen day, the girls excused themselves one by one from their individual classes. They all met at the agreed place, the school basement. One of the group produced the board, while another set up some candles. Each girl placed their hands upon the planchette in the middle of the board. Hesitantly, they began to ask questions. To their great surprise, and somewhat dismay, they appeared to make contact within a matter of minutes. The planchette began to move of its own accord across the board. It moved quickly, aggressively, as if it had a mind of its own. The girls looked at one another, feeling a slow sense of terror settling onto their shoulders. Then, without warning, Estefania dropped backwards like a stone. Slumped on the floor, her body began to convulse, her eyes milky, rolled to the back of her skull. Then the room went pitch black as the candles extinguished themselves. The smoke from their wicks curled and rose through the darkness, drifting into the girls' mouths and up their noses. The group was panicking now, screaming and desperately trying to find their way out of the room. Then the light flicked on. One of the school's 
nuns, attracted by all the noise, had come to investigate what on earth was going on. The numbers furious, bellowing at the girls about how naive and stupid they'd been to mess with such things. Doesn't say she's blind, so I don't think no. she was. They just added that bit in. With a swift movement of her hands, the nun tore the board in two. All the girls were sent straight to the head teacher, apart from Estefania, who still lay on the ground, frozen in place. The nun sent the girl to the school nurse to be checked over. The nurse found nothing wrong with Estefania and sent her on her way. However, over the next few months, the young girl began to change. Usually a calm and collected girl, she began to experience fits of rage. During these episodes, she would attack anyone that came near her and bark like a deranged dog. They did leave that in the, out in the film as well, I think. Yeah, I don't so remember that's her fine. barking. Oh, no, she wasn't aggressive, was she? Not no, at all. No, no, she was a protector, wasn't she? These horrific episodes would be typically followed up by a violent seizure. So this is kind of one of the theories that she just had really bad epilepsy, of yeah, course, yeah. Which, which is, you know, completely understandable. Absolutely. She also began to talk about seeing dark, disfigured creatures sliding past her room at night. She described them as having no faces, dressed in crimson cloaks and asking her to go with them. Play with us. Crimson cloaks, eh? Spanish her- Inquisition? Uh, literally. Terrible joke. That's a dad I wasn't, joke. I wasn't trying to make a joke there. No? I was wondering, uh, you know. Oh, like I thought, Spanish oh, Inquisition. Okay. Oh, that's me being really unknowledgeable about it all. Okay. It's okay. No. It's all right. <laughs> it's okay. Um, her parents feared for her mental health. They began to take her to various different doctors to try and get some answers on how to help their daughter. With every single professional they saw, no one could find a single thing wrong with Estefania. In July 1991, the bizarre episodes came to a head. One night, Estefania violently attacked her younger sister. Then she collapsed and lay frothing at the mouth. She was rushed to a nearby hospital and fell into a coma. Shortly after, she died. Mm. Very sad. I mean, gosh, what, 15-year-old girl, 16-year-old girl? Really sad. And if it was something like epilepsy, then I'm guessing they didn't know to treat it or, you know, they didn't realise what it was and it could have been treated and it wasn't, you know, if, if we're just sort of saying it wasn't a demon just for now. It's, it's yeah, very sad. Yeah, they, they would just have to try and diagnose something, wouldn't they? So Yeah. No, that's right, though. But if they took her to all those doctors, they would have diagnosed epilepsy, surely. Like, they would have well, known yes, it was epilepsy. Probably, yeah. Yeah, just so, thinking about it. So that, But they could still odd. be investigating to find out if it's not epilepsy, what is it? So yeah, yeah. I mean, you checks. can have a seizure and it not be epilepsy. Yep. But, yeah, yeah, weird. So, um, she sadly passed away. And even then, this was not the end of the paranormal activity. Here's where it gets really interesting. Okay. Within hours of the girl's passing... Her mother heard Estefania's voice screaming out for her. The noise seemed to be coming from every single room in the house, every corridor, every corner, the sound bouncing off the walls and echoing down the hallway. The activity would continue for several years with great intensity. Sometimes the family would hear a disembodied laughter of an old man from within the house. Hmm. So I'm wondering now who, okay. who she bought. Remember right at the beginning? Yes, yeah. So this is clearly who she's supposedly brought back with her. Objects began to move and break at their own accord. The family members were regularly attacked by some unknown force. During one event, one of the younger children was picked clean off her feet by her wrist. She was swung hard against the wall. Two years to the day of Estefania's death, a photo of her that hung on the wall of the family home mysteriously caught fire. No other objects were 
so much as scorched. Mm. The only spot on the photo that was burnt was Estefania's face. And there is evidence of that. There's proof of that. There's pictures of it. Yeah. That is weird. That is very, very weird. And this is so interesting because the film finishes when she dies, basically, doesn't it? It does, yeah. yeah. So this is, you know, there's so much more. It was only so using this more. as inspiration yeah. for a different story. Really, yeah, I know. Yeah, but so much more. I mean, there was, there's lots of similarities. But, yeah, in the film, she dies, end. So this is really interesting. Mm. The family were desperate for help. Not knowing where to turn, they called the police. Soon, an inspector and his team arrived on the scene. It was a vile night. The rain was falling sideways and the thunder and lightning roared and ripped through the sky. Huddled in the downpour outside their apartment was the terrified family. An officer stayed with them while the others went inside to investigate. The report written by the inspector from the night is an extremely interesting testimony. It may even make you wonder if indeed there is something beyond this world. When the agents first entered the house, the first thing they did was check that it was clear of potential pranksters or burglars. They searched all over the house, including opening up large wardrobe to peer inside. Once they shut the doors, they burst open again with such violence that the officers jumped back in fright. They heard what sounded like screams coming from the balcony. Of course, when they investigated the area, there was nothing to be seen. Of course. A strange brown substance began to materialise out of thin air in the living room and on the walls and on different bits of furniture. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> the investigation finished abruptly when a crucifix was ripped off the wall by unseen hands, leaving three distinct scratch marks on the wall where it had hung. Mm-hmm. Yes, quite a clear sign, isn't it? <laughs> the family put their house up for sale and it sold quickly. Oh. As far as we know, the new owners have never experienced anything strange or scary in that house. However, the fact remains that the police could not explain what they had experienced that night. Mm. The report they filed was, and I believe remains, the only one in Spain where it suggests that the cause of the crime was a ghost. Mm. And that's... that's and that is, kind of, that is kind of the core of his story. Yeah, appeal, that's isn't it. it. They, that's... They, they, they never figured out what the hell was causing it they, they they literally was like it's a ghost or it's paranormal mm. and that's the and only that's report rare. in spain so. i don't know if there's any in you know it can't be that rare generally like throughout the world where they've been like yeah it's paranormal on a police report I think yeah that's, that's what i mean rare, yeah, yeah yeah so it's the only one in spain i would i i wouldn't i mean it must be one of the few in the world i don't know mm. but i would think so yeah so how bizarre is that story that is very quick work yeah. isn't it yeah um so yeah, I I don't know. I wonder, I wonder if she was poorly. I don't know. But then all the stuff that happened after. I mean, obviously it's going to be a very traumatized family. Yeah, you know, absolutely. They're going to be they're going to be very very mentally unwell after going through that and after seeing her suffer so much. Mm-hmm. But still, it's very 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 extreme, isn't it? Yeah, it very much mm-hmm. is. You can completely see though why this story has garnered a lot of interest. Yeah. And then it gets, you know, retold. And I'm guessing from that version of events, that's not from a newspaper or something. It's not all that factual. There's lots of uh, wisps of smoke and things like that. There's some yeah. creative license this in was there. A, so. um, it's, I, 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 like, I tend to watch YouTube videos and write from, because I, it's easier for me to listen and then write down than okay, sort yeah, of fair read enough. and write down because of my dyslexia. So I tend to listen and then write down in my words and then find yeah. something else and listen and rah, rah, rah. So that was kind of pieced together from a few different YouTube videos. Um, but as far as I can tell, that's a pretty accurate account of what hmm. happened. Um, and obviously the family 
you know, would have given evidence and, and Absolutely. talked and through the press. Well, that's the other thing happened. with it being on a police report. There is, it's yeah, evidence it's and statements and everywhere like they, that. You know, they saw, you know, what was it, brown substance materialise and the crucifix being ripped off the wall and mm. the, the wardrobe, you know, shutting its doors or opening its doors by itself. It's it's very, very, very strange. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And, yeah, I mean, I, I hadn't actually... I had heard of this story because I've heard it on podcasts, but it's not one I'd heard generally like the Battersea Poltergeist or the Enfield Haunting, which no, everyone no. kind of knows, you know. Well, the <laughs> yeah. Enfield Haunting, definitely. Battersea Poltergeist more recently is more more well-known. Um, but I think this one deserves exactly, you know, the same kind of press and interest, definitely, because it's, it's super interesting. I think uh, Danny Robbins, if you ever listen to this, this should be your next project. <laughs> 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 you never know. <laughs> you never happen. know. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so that's that's mm. all really. But it's really th- and thank you that's again really to good, thank you again to Richard because it was such a yeah good tipping film us off on this. This is excellent. Took us to such a great story. So thank you. That was really awesome. Yeah, I hope you feel like we've done it justice. Yeah, I hope so um. too. And if I've pronounced any Spanish words poorly, then I apologise. <laughs> I think it's pretty much going to be a guarantee that you have. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, what yeah, can uh, you do? I wouldn't worry too I'd much. I try my best. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so we'll be back in two weeks with another uh, with another song uh, episode. Yes, don't know what be out, but you know, got a few got a few ideas kicking around my brain. Excellent. Um, as always, you can get in touch with us at ghostgiguk at gmail dot com. That mm-hmm. is ghostgiguk at gmail dot com. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Instagram is probably the one where I am on. the We most. seem to get the most activity yeah. on Instagram, don't we? So yeah, we do. Seems um, like most people interact with us. Yeah, we as like that. We say always. Please send in your scary stories. If you have any, if you've experienced anything paranormal yourself and you'd Absolutely. like us to share it on the podcast, then please do send it in. Yeah. Um, any film recommendations you'd like us to look at or song recommendations, creepy songs. And this could be anything from a nursery rhyme to Michael Jackson's Thriller. As anything long as, you think is creepy. Yeah, as long as there's a creepy fine. vibe or a paranormal vibe, honestly, like please send it in. It'd be really interesting to see mm. what people think of. Yeah, that's the thing. I, I like to sort of find out what others feel about yeah. these sorts of things. Because yeah. that was when sometimes you go, you think that as well? It's nice when you get that kind yeah. of moment. Anyway. Yeah. anyway. Um, I think that's all then. So I guess we'll say goodbye. I think we probably ought to, yeah. Take care, everyone. Yes, take care. Bye. Goodbye.